Attention. It's real talk about everything for the home. Let's get ready. For homeowners, it's a conversation that includes news, tips, do-it-yourself advice, and a behind-the-scenes look into the trade. I think this is great. Yes. Yes, it is. From LCS Heating and Cooling, this is Talkin' Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Hi, and welcome to Talkin' Trades. I'm your host, Renee Lucas, from LCS Heating and Cooling, here for real talk about the trades and your home. Last week, Travis and I completed a two-part series on working in the trades. Well, joining me today is service technician Tyler Park. Hey, Tyler. Hello, Renee. So glad to have you on today. When Tyler started with our company, he was brand new to the field. So he's going to share his story so you know what to expect if you're thinking about getting into a trade. Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. So Tyler, when I say you were brand new to the field, you had no experience, no prior training in heating and cooling, nothing. Is that correct? Zero experience. I have done a lot of different jobs in my life, and HVAC was not one of them <laughs> I had ever considered. Okay. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, before your career started in, in heating and cooling, what were you doing before that, and what kind of led you to even start thinking about HVAC? So I had a lot of odd jobs you know growing up did did all sorts of things from you know working at a pet store to a furniture delivery store to a car dealership um and it, it just kind of dawned on me like hey maybe i should look into a career of some sort maybe a <laughs> trade my father was a mechanic i thought that would be a good idea and he always told me no don't be a mechanic so <laughs> i kind of was like well what else parents could I do? always say that yes. don't they they're like don't do what i did don't do what i do <laughs> And, and it, you know, I, I appreciated that, you know, because he had so much experience. He, he wanted me to do something else. Um, he always told me to get paid for using my mind, not my body. And oh. so being a mechanic is very hard on your body over the right. years. Right. Um, HVAC, in my opinion, takes a little more thinking. And, and mechanics take that, too. But it's less hard on your body because usually the furnace or air conditioner is right in front of you. You don't need a lift. You don't need a tow truck. You know, it's all right there. So gotcha. um, makes sense. my uncle is an HVAC and talked to him a little bit. And he said, start out in residential and see if you like it. And and that's when I started to pursue the, you know, where and, and yeah. who I would fit in with. Okay. So how old, you know, how old were you or like how far past high school <laughs> were you? If you don't mind me asking no, when yeah. you were, when you were starting to think about, uh, maybe I should think about a career and not just a a job or a paycheck because there's a difference it took me a while um it took me years um i did go to a little bit of college and realized you know it wasn't a great fit for me um so i i just tried all these odd jobs to see where i was and it really hit when i was about 26 27 like hey it's it's this is you need something longevity you know you can't be moving furniture your whole life and that's what i came directly from and and that breaks your body down too so absolutely you know and i think you know, when we really think about our 18-year-old selves, as we think back to that, it's a lot to expect of an 18-year-old to know what they want to do for the rest of their life. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And that's why even, you know, a lot of people that do go to a four-year college, 
down the road, they're not even using what their degree is in because they find, or they get in and they're a year, two, three years in, and they're like, then they're changing their major Mm -hmm. because they realize they don't like it. So, you know, you think like it takes several years, but I think that's, that's more common than uncommon, really. I I agree. I totally agree from personal experience. You know, I had no idea what I wanted to do at 18, no idea at 21, 24, you know, you just kind of start to figure that out as you eliminate stuff, you know, coming from a working background as opposed to a schooling background. So tell me, tell me this, you realize that, you know, the, the, maybe the traditional college path wasn't Mm -hmm. the right fit for you. You know, tell me a little bit about you personally, like, like what is your ideal what was your ideal work day like? You know, what were some of your hobbies? You know, that sort of thing. Okay, so um, I really enjoyed being home in the evenings. Um, and some of the jobs I had were evening shift or night shift or weekend shift. And, mm-hmm. and that stuff just kind of was irregular. And I really wanted a, a kind of a regular schedule. Um, mostly HVAC is Monday through Friday. Um, there's some weekend stuff, you know, depending on emergencies and and need if the need is there is it 90 out or is it 60 uh, right out? <laughs> yeah if, if it's mild out you know you're home by five you know you can you can have dinner with your family and that sort of thing if it's 90 out and the calls are coming in you got to be prepared to work and if if you're a hard-working person that's good with your hands and technical thinking you know hvac would be just an awesome fit for you if if you looked into it and and did some research okay so so let's go back to you. You talked to your uncle a little bit about about heating and cooling, and he, and he encouraged you to to go from there. So, what was your next step? Did you did you look at a trade school? Did you go right for looking for a company that would hire you? What was your next step? Um, I looked at some trade schools. Um, money was an issue because I obviously didn't have a career to be saving very well. So I I wanted to kind of get my foot in the door and see if I liked it before I invested in myself to to learn it. Um, it just so happened that my wife was, you know, having conversations with her boss about, you know, trying to find reliable people. And your name came up in their conversation because you guys (laughs) were in a a business group together and you had the same, you know, gripe, you know, it was hard to find reliable people. And we asked for, my wife and I asked for a number just to talk and I got you on the phone and it just snowballed very, very quickly because it just seemed to fit very well. So I looked into the trade school routes, but this route just fell together so well you know, that I fit in with, with a good company. Were you surprised that you could start with a heating and cooling company without having any experience? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, you know, I thought I was going to get in too deep. You know, I thought I wasn't going to have the right tools, the right experience. People would say, you know, what are you doing here? You don't know HVAC, (laughs) you know, and and that was a fear of mine. So it, it just, you've got to just take down those barriers and, and just jump in. And if you, if you can work hard and learn, you can do HVAC. That's okay. all it takes. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And I think that's one of those um, misconceptions is that you have to have something before getting in. Now, don't take me wrong. There are certain positions that heating and cooling companies hire for that do require sure. a certain skill or a certain experience level or something like that. But Absolutely. there are also many entry-level positions to get going. Oh, and you can climb. I mean, it's endless. Yeah. You can climb from the bottom being a helper or or a laborer, you can climb all the way to the top. There is no limit in HAC. That's right. There's so many different opportunities. You said something um, just a little bit ago that was a good point. You know, there is an investment, and and I'm talking outside of schooling or training, mm-hmm. but you mentioned like tools. Yeah. And so it's also a good idea. Are you going to like it? You know, you could you could spend thousands of dollars on tools, mm-hmm. and I tell you, going to a shop to buy tools for a technician <laughs> is like. Being in a candy store for a little kid, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, they're shiny, they're oh new, they're pretty. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. And so it can really 
it really adds up fast. Yeah. And so, you know, having that opportunity to start in an entry level position, you know, feel it out a little bit, see what it's like, do some observing, do some shadowing to see, do I think this is going to be a good fit for me before I really start investing in tools and training and everything else? Exactly. Yeah. Mo there's a lot of hand tools that are available that are, that are cheaper and can, uh, can get you started. Um, and then it's not, you know, a huge investment at that point. And if you, if you're good working with your hands and you like it and you can start buying the power tools and the expensive mm -hmm. stuff, then it just, it's only going to get better. Right. So you mentioned one of your, one of your fears already, but did you have any other fears as you were, you know, starting with us brand new or even before that, as you were really starting to think about, you know, maybe I should check out this heating and cooling gig and see what it's about. Like yeah. what were some of your other fears? Well, I didn't. So I've, I've gotten involved in car sales and I thought, you know, okay, this is it. This is going to be my career. I spend two years doing it. And it's like, I don't enjoy this, you know? So mm -hmm. I didn't want to have that, you know, mid twenties or mid thirties revelation. Like, Hey, I've been in HJC 10 years and I hate it, you know? And, right. and I was nervous about that. And I would be nervous about that with any career, but it really just, it, it grew into like a passion and I really enjoyed learning about how systems work and it's not just cut and dry. It's, there's a lot to it that I did not know and I didn't realize and learning those things just kept me wanting more and more and, and you know, fueling that kind of desire to learn HVAC as a whole. So it was scary at first, but yeah. it, it just, it's gotten more and more fun, I think. That's cool. I, I love hearing the fun in it. I will say it always cracks me up because with new technicians who are who are just learning and out there, you, you mentioned there's always something different. There's so many mm -hmm. different types of systems and, and sizing and, and, and all kinds of different things with systems. So one call, just because one furnace isn't working, it doesn't mean you're going to be even close to having the same experience on the next house oh, where yeah. a furnace isn't working. And so Travis's favorite line for new technicians is, well, I've just never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know, because it's only been a year or uh -huh. two years or three. I mean, sometimes it's you're a few years in before you really see yeah. a decent amount when it comes to troubleshooting and, and different things like that. I have been told many, many times it takes five. It takes yes. five years to get really, you know, kind of comfortable experience in, in, in diagnosing. And everybody's different, but but that's a pretty good rule to start from. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I mean, you've been told that from us yeah. and from other people. Would you agree I'm, with that as a technician? I'm at year, f I'm going on year four. And, and I would say, yeah, there's still plenty, obviously, I have not seen. Um, I do feel pretty confident in, in diagnosing skills at this point, but... I know the next call I go on could be something new entirely. Yeah. You just you have no idea until you get there. And my service managers told me many times to wipe your, you know, diagnosing skills away before you go to the next call because you can pre-diagnose all you want mm -hmm. and it's it's not going to help you because you're going to get there and go oh, this is something I haven't seen before. It's not what I thought it was. <laughs> and sometimes that was. can be really challenging if you have in your head what it's going to be. That's yeah. what in our office we there's a very fine line on the notes that we leave mm -hmm. for technicians because if a technician starts to pre-diagnose and gets in their head what they think the issue is yeah. and then they get there and it's not, That's it can really stump for sure. people. Yeah, like mentally to get past Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You're yeah. just you're one path mind that whole time. It's gotta be this, it's gotta be this. You gotta get that, you know, mentality out of your head. The fun thing so let's <laughs> go back to what's fun. The fun <laughs> thing about HVAC too is um because it is different every time, you could have the same, so it's the furnace is doing this, but it could be three, four, five different things that are causing oh, that. Yeah. So it's trying to track down and and eliminate basically. Well, I know it's not this because of this, right? But that's yep. what kind of keeps you on your toes too. Oh yeah, I I love diagnosing gas furnaces. Um, that's probably my strongest point. And when I see that come across, I just I, I 
I get kind of revved yeah. up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to go figure this out. That's that's my passion is is figuring out gas furnaces. Air conditioners, I'm, I'm okay at. Um, like I said, I'm not at the five-year mark yet, so I haven't yep. seen everything. Yep. But it's always fun to go into a new scenario, and then you walk back from the furnace to the customer and say, hey, I figured it out. Right. That's my favorite part. Right. <laughs> and if you think you think back to where you started, too, almost oh, yeah. four years ago. No where, idea. <laughs> yeah, where you didn't know anything, and you yep. think back and like, man, look how far I've come. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's a feeling of accomplishment and achievement. It's just, yeah. In a short awesome t- In a short time, I mean, you can, yeah. you can really learn some, some good stuff, you know, quickly. There's night classes that dealers will put on and, and, you know, manufacturers and stuff will train you on their products. So you can learn very, very quickly. All you have to do is, you know, apply yourself. And, and yeah. if you really enjoy it, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's absolutely. Good absolutely. So talk to me a little bit about what did you feel like, um, you caught on really easily to, or maybe something, cause you said, you know, a fear was that, you know, Am I going? Am I going to really like fit into this? Am mm-hmm. I going to learn it quickly? What is something that maybe you did catch on to really quickly and and really helped you to adapt? Um, outside of HVAC, the you know just the scheduling and the and you know the everyday life. Um, I caught on to being able to balance my you know work and and personal life fairly quickly, which was new for me because I was never on call before or mm-hmm. anything. So I wasn't used to kind of having to to focus on work more on my off days but in the trade itself I really caught on to I think um just home comfort as a whole you know it's not something you think about yeah you think about you know okay I I turn my thermostat up or down and it's it feels okay in here but you don't know why Mm -hmm. you know you don't know that air conditioning is not pumping cold air into your house it's removing the heat and I that for me was just like a what like a a revelation I was like how (laughs) what do you mean when I turn the air conditioning on cold air comes out of the vents no, it's removing heat. So it like, it totally shocked me when I learned stuff like that. And it was yeah. just, it was eye opening, you know, and then you want to dig deeper. You're like, okay, well, what is heat then? You know, and, and it just snowballed from there. It was really, really fun to just learn in this trade and, and grow these first few years, just trying to figure everything out because it's just a wealth of knowledge that you just can't stop learning. That's really cool. I like that. That's really cool to hear. So what would what would you say was your biggest challenge kind of on the flip side of that? Like was there something specific that you know whether it be a, a specific technical skill or maybe a, a, a challenge outside of your technical skills that maybe you know took some time to really adapt to? Um, big red flag was was refrigeration. No idea how that worked. Took me a long time to understand how it worked and still need to learn every day <laughs> how it works. <laughs> right. Refrigeration right. is is a is a scientific anomaly. I mean, how, whoever figured this out and however they figured it Genius. out is amazing. Yeah. And the more you learn about it, the more cool things you can do and the cool things you can understand. That was a huge hurdle for me to just figure out what refrigeration actually does. And it it's it's awesome. It's just one of the coolest things. It, people don't know it. You know, they just think no. an air conditioner is an air conditioner, but what's it doing? It's creating a chemical reaction inside your home to uh, be able to absorb that heat out of the air. It's it's so interesting to me. You know, that's that's really interesting that you say that. And we'll have a lot of a lot of times when we think of residential work versus commercial work. Um, residential work, we there's absolutely the refrigeration proponent mm-hmm. of that, right? Mm-hmm. Commercial, there is too, but on a different level. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's why residential and commercial technicians can have they can have similar skill sets but they also can have very different skill sets as well and that's why you know you may have a residential heating and cooling company that 
you know, really doesn't do a lot of work with a restaurant, for example, mm -hmm. because of the coolers they have and the refrigeration systems they have. It's just a very, very different and it's a different skill set than the residential yeah. systems. Commercial side, they can use water, you know, boilers, they can use chillers. Some of these some of these systems are so large you can just walk right in them. You know, it's Which is just it's crazy insane. To think yeah, of. it's yes. crazy to think about for me. You yeah. know, being so comfortable with residential side of things, but you can take your residential knowledge and grow and apply it to commercial mm -hmm. for sure. That goes back to all the opportunity there really is in the trades yeah. because there's some there's some technicians that they don't want to be on the residential side because they don't like to be in people's homes. Yeah. And and I it's fine. There's Personal nothing preference. wrong with that, right? I get that. Yeah. But then there's some residential techs that they don't want to be on commercial because they might be on the same job for multiple days exactly. or multiple months. And so they're like, oh, I'd rather be somewhere different each day. Whatever your preference is, you can find a path mm -hmm. in heating and cooling. Absolutely. If we if you get into residential, you're typically gonna do some light commercial stuff mm -hmm. and that allows you to mix up your days and stuff yeah. like that. Learn so some new stuff, yeah. The heavy commercial though with you know blue motors the size of me and you you know that takes yeah. cranes and and all sorts of equipment that just you know you got to be comfortable with so it's a yeah. it's a totally different field sometimes and and that's what's cool is the far ends of the spectrum in the same you know technical field is, right. is very interesting right so tyler was there anything in this field that maybe surprised you like maybe something that you really enjoy that you weren't expecting to or it just never was on your radar yeah um i grew a pretty strong passion for helping people so I listen to a lot of our rec recorded phone calls that customers, you know, when they call in and, and have questions and stuff, and you can listen to their pain points and what's wrong with their house, their comfort, their system, and you can go in there and you can be that person and fix those things for them. And then when you go, you know, at the end to give them a summary of what's what's done or what needs done, they're, they're so thankful. They're appreciative. You know, I, I grew a really strong passion for getting that reaction out of people. So that surprised me. You know, I always knew I, I kind of wanted to help people, but this is not a way I expected to be helping them. And it, it, it truly grew into a passion for me very, very quickly. So that is huge really surprise, cool. yeah. but you know, yeah. it, it, it turns out I'm, I'm good at that part. I like that part. And it just so happens that people like that out of me too. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's a really good point with like listening to those phone calls in here, because most of the time people, they don't even necessarily know what the problem is. Mm -hmm. They just know this is why I'm uncomfortable or, or this is what's affecting me from truly enjoying this space in my house or whatever. And for you to be that person that comes yeah. in oh, and, yeah. and has some solutions for that. It's long-term. They're yeah. not, you know, it's not a Tuesday and they're like, okay, I feel good Wednesday. And then they forget about you. Right. Six <laughs> months from now, they're like, it's really comfortable in this room. Remember when it wasn't? Yeah. And then they think back to that person that came and helped them figure that out or the company. I mean, we have a lot of, you know, assets in our company, a lot of people that can do some really good stuff, you know, mm -hmm. inside the home. So when you come in and the service tech diagnosis or the installer comes out and puts in the new equipment that, you know, they needed, you know, there's there's a lot of people that they thank for that. And I like being a part of it. Yeah, that is really cool. I'll tell you, on you, mentioning the install side of things, something that, you know, our installers and, and Travis love is, and this is one of those things that's maybe one of those unexpected surprises that you got, mm -hmm. is being able to design and install a system that can evenly heat and cool your entire home and then they step back from that and they say dang i did that yeah oh I absolutely did that. it feels good it's yeah it's very it's very cool and it's a good feeling and it's when <laughs> my wife and i have a joke when we drive by you know houses and neighborhoods like oh i've been in that house yeah. or, oh i fixed that house <laughs> yes. or, oh i did this and, it, and it's just a game we play yeah and and it's it's cool to look back and think about that stuff because that's a you know how many customers do we have that we help on a, on a right. daily basis and right and you're part of that community and helping those people just 
it's so cool to think about, you know. So if HVAC interests you in any way, there's more to it than just turning wrenches or, mm-hmm. you know, just being a grunt. You can do anything you want in this field, and that's what makes it, you know, very cool to me and and it should be cool to anybody that's looking into a trade for sure yeah very very cool so final thoughts tyler are there any you know other than what we've talked about already any other advice to anyone that's thinking about getting into this field heating and cooling Mm -hmm. or really any other trade you know we could be talking about electrical plumbing um any sort of construction anything like that any other advice or or recommendations you can give people yeah just uh, i mean put yourself out there you know if if you're stuck in a a job right now that you don't like and you you want to be out and about or working with your hands or you know maybe thinking a little harder instead Mm -hmm. of just a an everyday gig you know try it out see if you can find a company that will hire you as an apprentice and and if you can get into an apprenticeship program you know it's four to five years and and you're making really good money and and from then on you know you have a skill for your life it's it's not just you know the immediate it's stuff you you will use in your everyday life and and just you know, take a leap and, and get into it and, and learn some stuff that can, you know, make a difference in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. Well, Tyler, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today and Absolutely. sharing your story. I know sometimes yeah. it's, it's, it's fun, but it can also be kind of hard. Put yourself out there and share your story. So I really appreciate you being here. I'm happy to. Thank you for having me. From LCS Heating and Cooling, I'm Renee Lucas. Thanks for joining me today on Talk and Trades. Please subscribe for my weekly tips, advice, and real talk about your home experience. You can also find us at lcsheatingandcooling.com or on Facebook. Have an awesome day. From LCS Heating and Cooling in Indianapolis, Indiana, this is Talk and Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast now and discover even more great podcasts at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.